1: hello and welcome once again to voice coaches radio I'm Warren Garling
0: and I'm Mike Spring
1: well it must be late August because John Gologli is in the house
0: I love when you say things like in the house Warren you sound so so hip and edgy oh you see I'm just not up on all this latest jive
1: hey look we, we can't be all be as cool as me <laughs> so anyway we're you can tell we're gonna just turn it over to John here <laughs> he's got to do better than this and he's just got he's always got insight as to you know what you should be thinking about when you're talking about getting in into your voice acting career or you're thinking of uh, you know taking a turn in it or, you know, he, again, he's always on the mark.
0: And for those of you who might not know who John Glogley is, he's the creative director here at Voice Coaches. He's been with the company since the beginning and he's a frequent guest of the podcast but if you haven't been listening quite as long as other people, that's okay, we forgive you. Uh, but he is um, one of the most knowledgeable people in the field on voiceovers. He's been a professional voice actor for almost 20 years. He's been producing voiceovers for almost as long. He also teaches a lot of our introductory classes, introducing people to the field of voiceovers, so this is a guy who really knows what he's talking about.
2: Here's John Gologly. Alright, thanks guys. Hey, I'm uh, excited to be here. I've been away for a while uh, traveling around meeting some voice actors all over the country and meeting some uh, people that are interested in voice acting so I've been having a great time and it's, it's good to be back at the studio though and uh, you know I, I wanted to get together with uh, the audience here and, and some of the listeners and talk about some things I've encountered while I was out on the road and uh, for example there's a lot of misconceptions as far as what kind of works out there, what kind of voice actors get it and so I wanted to talk about the different levels of of voice actors. There's different levels of voice actors. For example, when you start out as a voice actor, I believe you should start off doing local and regional type work. And there's lots of opportunities out there in other areas, but as far as local and regional work, first of all, I don't believe you need an agent because most of the work locally and regionally is tangible to you. So you can actually get it yourself. So why pay someone to get it for you or give someone a percentage? Not to mention, I don't want people to get confused about... What they should do. I I had someone recently message me, and so I wanted to talk about it so everyone could benefit from our discussion. First of all, she thought she should have an agent, which I said on a local and regional level is not necessary. Don't get me wrong, once you get up to the upper regional and national arena, yeah. Absolutely, you're going to get an agent, maybe two agents, but on a local and regional level, you don't you don't need one. Also, she asked me about home recording. She said she had heard from someone, and and again, there's different levels of voice actors, so people can tell you a lot of things that work for them, and you have to kind of look inward and look at where you are in your voiceover career and decide whether that's something that that you should do. But she asked me, uh, you know, hey, I heard that I have to home record to get into the industry and make some money and and, and really become successful. And and my answer to that is that's not necessarily true. Now I'm not. Saying saying it's not an avenue to pursue maybe in the future or if it's an interest of yours. However, as a beginner, again, I don't think you need to home Not only do I not think you have to home record, I don't recommend you go out and buy a bunch of equipment before you really understand how to use it because you're competing with people who know how to use it and know how to use it well. So they're putting together uh, virtually national quality material maybe at home, you know, because they, they could have a, a full home recording system with a uh, soundproof booth and, and all that. So there's a little more to home recording than people think. It's not just grabbing a microphone and grabbing some kind of recording software. I mean, you, you really do want to soundproof or, or make the room you're using uh, as noiseless as possible so these these are things to think about and let me give you a quick example of that I had a student of ours um, some someone we have a great relationship with recently who who actually was great she's she's just started out and she just got a pretty big account in, in the Philadelphia area so that that's terrific for her um, but she had sent me some audio, and, and luckily, um, you know, once I talked to her about it, uh, she fixed it, and we, we ended up, uh, you know, uh, the advice worked out for her. She ended up getting the account, which is great, but she, she sent me some audio that she had done as an audition for the account. And it turned out, as I listened to it, that she had plugged in her USB microphone into the computer, but she never actually activated it. She never went in and made it a source of input. So she was recording with her internal microphone from a computer, which, of course, made it sound like she was recording from about 10 feet away from the microphone, which, of course, that's audio that's hard to use, um, even for an audition, but certainly you couldn't use it for a real voiceover job. So these are things that um, you want to watch out for. There are pitfalls as far as home recording as well. So I do think, you know, if it's a point in your career where you want to get into it, hey, no problem. Buy, Buy a microphone, buy a couple mics, or buy a USB mic. Practice a whole bunch before you get into that. But like I said, I think on a local and regional level, it's not necessary Especially starting out, um, you can go into local studios, work with studios directly. And what's great about that is it gives you an opportunity to develop work relationships. You know, when you're doing home recording, there's not a ton of that going on. Um, there are certainly sites out there that you, that you can work with. There's some sites out there that you can play with and look at the jobs and see what's out there. Maybe practice with the scripts. But again. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket. There's a lot of opportunities right in your local and regional market, believe me. I mean, some of the best jobs I've had, I have clients right now that use me all the time and they've been using me for years. And all of those clients that use me, I've met personally. I've got I've gotten into the studio with them or brought them into our studio and I've worked with them personally. And now now I'm at a point where they'll call me and maybe they don't have time to come into the studio. And in that case, they'll have me do it on my own because they trust me to do it. And we've developed that relationship. Um, so that's something that you work up to. It's not something that you do right away. So your best bet is to market yourself as a beginner on a local and regional level. There are lots of opportunities. Show up on time, know your job, and obviously you know, be yourself, be likable, and, and be professional. And those people will use you again. This isn't something that's really, this isn't really debatable in the industry. It's really how we work. I mean, as a producer, for example, I hire the same people over and over again. Um, Now I can't always do that. And that's when I look to someone new. And when I look to someone new, believe me, I want nothing more than that person to be fantastic, show up on time, be professional. And that's how you develop a clientele. And the next thing you know, I'm using that person all the time. And that's what's happened to me throughout the years. I have a lot of clients that depend on me and they don't really look to other voice actors unless I'm not available, um, which I always try to be. So I just wanted to get together with the audience here and the the listeners and let you know what I've encountered and hopefully I can help you out. I mean, I love traveling and meeting new people uh, and I love being in the studio, but I love meeting voice actors, especially people just starting out in the industry. Listen, if we can learn, you know, I think we all can learn from each other. So if I can learn from them, I'll pass it on to you when I get in here. And I mean, that's it. So I, I want to thank uh, Mike and Warren for having me on. I love seeing everybody here. I mean, this is a great environment. I, you know, that's one of the great things about voice acting. I always say my favorite part of the, the industry are the people. So there's a great group of people here, certainly, at Voice Coaches, you know, even, even Mike and Warren. Well, great information as always. Thanks, John, for stopping by the show. It's always a pleasure to have you here, and
0: hopefully we will uh, have you on again soon before you get back on the road.
1: Now, if you've been thinking that voice acting might be just what you're looking for for your next challenge, you've come to the right place. Voice Coaches offers an evening adult education class we call Getting Paid to Talk through universities, colleges, and schools all around the country. And this fall, we're probably going to be somewhere near
0: you. That's right. Watch for us soon in Phoenix, Arizona, Saratoga Springs, New York, and Simsbury, Winstead and Bristol, Connecticut.
1: We'll also be heading for Hadley, Charlton, Nantucket, and Holyoke, Massachusetts, Tallahassee, Florida, and Morganton, North Carolina. Now, if you'd like to find out exactly when we'll be visiting your town, just call us toll-free
0: 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com. We also welcome your comments, questions, and topic suggestions at that email address. And you can send in other phrases you'd like to hear Warren say, like in the house, (laughs) that would probably sound really funny coming out of his mouth. I'm leaving now. (laughs) Don't you mean you're outie? Isn't that what the kids say? Oh, Do they really? I believe so.
1: Oh, I got to talk to my kids again. (laughs) Hey, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for joining us.
2: Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information.
0: Check, 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 money order, credit card. I'm sorry? I was saying check, check, and then I said money order, credit card.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: We also take cash. Thank you. I love when you say things like "in the house," Warren. You sound so <laughs> so hip and edgy. <laughs> John Gologli is in the house. Uh, you have a little okay. more, a little more. That's true. Verve into it, though. Yeah, this is going but, nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean in the house. And I see, I sound like <laughs> I'm Jamaican or something. What, yeah, you what do. is that? All you right. do. We'll insert a long pause here. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> why don't we just? We'll, why don't we just stand here for five minutes quietly? And that way, and then do our outro. And then when John comes in, I don't have to edit. (laughs) I could just plunk it right in the middle.
1: (laughs) For some reason, it seems to go against the whole idea of digital editing. Right. Right Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. We'll also be heading for Hadley, Charlton, Nantucket, and Holyoke, Massachusetts. Tennessee. Yeah, right. Tennessee, Florida. Tennessee, Florida. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
0: I can't even use any of that. Yeah, you can't use that in the outtakes. Okay. Well, for those of you listening, just know that there was something really funny that we just said, but we can't use it in the outtakes because it's mildly inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tease people with the outtake that could have been the one that got away.